0: You're listening to A Little Less Alone, and we're your hosts, Allie and Kayla. We're going to be talking about
1: all things mental health, self-love, Enneagram, daily life, and everything in between.
0: We will keep it authentic, and we won't shy away from sharing our truth and keeping it real.
1: Before we dive in, know that you are seen, you are heard, and you are valid.
0: We're so glad you're here. So Kayla, tell me a little bit more about yourself and for our audience.
1: All right, well, um, my name is Kayla. I live in Austin, Texas with my husband, Hank and our dogs, Zion and Merritt. And um, I'm currently a part-time nanny. I work at a ceramic studio and I'm also a mental health coach. I grew up in small town, Louisiana and lived there almost most of my life until I moved in about five years ago. And the amount of growth I have seen in myself since that move has been insane and really exciting and really cool to like look back and see who I was then. And I was just this little this shy girl, or this girl who thought that I was shy because that's what I was labeled as, um, growing up. And now I'm doing a podcast and hosting group coaching and putting myself out there. And that's how I met Allie actually. Um, My friend Stephanie and I, she's an Enneagram coach. Um, We hosted a self-discovery workshop and Allie was one of our, I guess, students. I don't know what to call you, but you're amazing. And I'm so glad that that brought us together. So with that being said, Allie, do you want to introduce
0: yourself? I would love to, but first I did not know you worked in a ceramic studio. That's amazing. I have no idea. So that's like super cool. So my name's Allie Crutchfield. I was born and raised in Metro Atlanta. I now live in Providence, Rhode Island. So big change for me. I live there or here uh, with my girlfriend, Kat, and our sweet, adorable kitty, Harley. Two loves of my life. I love them very much. I am a full-time social work student. I am a self-love and Enneagram coach. I am a mental health blogger and I am learning all the ways of like manifesting my own self-love growing in my own um, identity. I've done a lot of work on myself. So like you were saying, Kayla, it's been like really rewarding to see how far I've come. Um, And now getting to help other people do that is one of the best things ever. So that's me in a nutshell.
1: Oh, I love that. Well, Allie and I both, we decided that we wanted to like introduce ourselves by asking each other questions because I was like, this is a way that we can get to know each other more um, because we just met each other like via online three or four months ago, yeah. Um, which is so cool how you can build these connections online without even like meeting someone in person. I think that's what makes the Internet, so cool. So, Allie and I talked about how we wanted to introduce ourselves, and we decided that we were going to ask each other questions, not only so y'all can get to know us, but so we can get to know more about each other. So, I guess we could just like back and forth like you ask me a question I ask you a question does that sound good?
0: Yeah, okay. that sounds great. Perfect.
1: Well, I guess I'll start by asking you if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be?
0: Oh, such a good question. <laughs> There's like so much that I could say to answer that one thing to be remembered. I think it would be my compassion for people, um because really without that the world doesn't really spin how it's supposed to. Like the world never feels quite right. I think when we lose compassion, we lose a lot of other things like kindness and empathy. We lose touch with like the human connection and like the human experience. We lose sight of that. And so if I had to just pick one thing to be known for, I think it would be my my level of compassion for people.
1: Oh, that's really good. I would have a very similar answer because I I agree that connection is like, that's why we're here. Like we're here to be connected with others. And that's why I'm so glad we're doing this podcast. It's a way for you and I to connect, but also to connect with as many people as we want to. Like podcasting is so cool for that reason. Like, even though it's not a conversation like with all these people, but they're still getting to listen and like feel heard and seen and just by hearing what we have to say. So, all right. I'm ready for my question.
0: Yeah. I feel the same. Okay. What is your dream career or career field?
1: Ooh. Okay. So career is such a hard question for me because I, I don't know if any, if you know about the human design, but I'm a manifesting generator. So like, I'm very much like I like to do all random things. So like my biggest dream is to Own a space that's for creatives and entrepreneurs to come and co work together and just be in community together and drink coffee and connect and to grow. And I would love to have a little yoga studio in there and have a market and yeah and retail and just all kinds of things basically I call it my community center for millennials that are also creators but yeah that's that's my dream career I guess <laughs> I don't know what you would call that but
0: that's amazing I would so if I come to Austin and you have it set up I'm gonna come I'm gonna drink coffee I'm gonna like set up my own stuff <laughs> that's amazing that's so yes awesome.
1: yes I want all my out-of-town friends to come because uh would be so cool Anyway, I I think about it every single day.
0: That's amazing. Keep manifesting that because yes. I'm believing that for you.
1: Uh, yes, thank you. You're welcome. All right, what is something that you're looking forward to this
0: year? Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm looking forward to so much like so I'm going back to school for the first time in a decade. A decade of not being in school is like both terrifying, but also like really exciting because I know what I want to do when I grow up, kind of thing. Like it kind of just hit me. And so I'm really looking forward to my first two semesters of school and getting my routine down. This year is also Kat and I's first year together. So we're going to be celebrating our anniversary in April.
1: Oh, that's so so special
0: for that. What else? In the summer, I'm really looking forward to going back to back to um, Provincetown or P-town as we call it because it's amazing. It's so gay. It's like the gay mecca of the north. Actually, I feel like it's the gay mecca of the United States. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's so awesome. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I am ready to like sign my first client. I am ready for that. So I'm like I'm gearing up for like all of that, taking on like a full client load. Yeah, that just makes me so excited.
1: Oh my God. So many exciting things. Wow. What an awesome year.
0: Yeah. 2022 is my year. I'm like, yes. Claiming it. Yep. Claiming it. I love it. Okay. Next question for you, who or what in your life is your biggest inspiration?
1: So a lot of things just came up to my, it came into my mind, but like one thing I think about is my future children. Kids are one thing that I know has been a constant for me. Like since I can remember, like I knew that I wanted to be a mom one day, no matter like how that was going to happen, it was going to happen. And I think like my why has really, since I started this growth journey has always been like them. Like I wanted to heal myself and become the best version of myself so that I can be the best mom that I can be. And so I can show them what it's like to love yourself and to be kind to yourself and to love fierce, fearlessly and fiercely. And yeah, that's my biggest inspiration. And also Brene Brown, she's Mm -hmm. my inspiration as well. That was the first name. She's my favorite, like my favorite human ever. And she is in Austin all the time. And I'm like manifesting to like meet her one day. Maybe she'll be a podcast guest.
0: (laughs) That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm believing that because wild things can happen. I agree. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's so awesome. And I agree. Loving yourself, healing yourself to be like the best parent mom that you can be. Because if we don't, we just bring all that generational garbage.
1: Yes. Breaking and generational two. trauma. Yeah. Yep.
0: yep. Someone's gotta <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Someone's got to do the hard stuff. And it's us. It's yep. us. We were, we were born for this is basically yeah. What, yeah. what happened. We were born for this. Yes. Yes.
1: All right. This is my one like kind of silly question, but what is your favorite animal
0: and why? Ooh, I love animals. I feel like that's such a hard question. I will say my favorite one from childhood. Maybe I need to like revisit that question. Like, fig- like learn that about myself again. It's Like such a weird thing. Uh, to, like ask yourself as an adult but hey as a child or a young person my favorite animal was the white tiger and I I really loved them because they're so like big and like fierce but they're also like they're so gentle I had the opportunity to like actually like pet one and meet one and they're so big and they're like ferocious I mean, they could like eat you alive but yet they're so just like calm and like present, like they know what they're, they know, like what's going on in their environment and they're gorgeous to look at. So that used to be my favorite animal. (laughs) I don't know if it is anymore, but I still love them.
1: That's so cool. There's this thing where like you ask yourself, like what's your favorite color, your favorite animal, and like one other thing. And like, think your favorite color is like the way people see you or like vice versa, or maybe it's the animal when it's like the way people see you. So that's really interesting that you said that. So I'll have to look it up and we'll, we'll talk about it later, but
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: It's so funny how like those questions can feel so hard whenever I asked you like other like deeper questions and like you just like answered them and it's like, what's your favorite ice cream? (gasps) Like what?
0: (laughs) Right. Like, oh, I can't possibly make a decision. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. All right. I'm ready for my question.
0: Okie doke. What book or podcast are you currently reading or listening to? I think I know the answer to this one, but I just want to ask.
1: Yes. No. Okay. So I'll do the podcast I'm listening to. I constantly listen to Glennon Doyle's podcast. Um, Ever since it started, I'm like absolutely obsessed. I've listened to every single episode and It's like one of my favorite parts of the week. Like it drops on Monday. And like, I know like when I'm working at the ceramic studio, like that's probably what I'm going to listen to or like on my way to work. And then when they dropped them on Thursday too, it was just like a miracle because I love Glennon. I love Abby. I love Amanda, our sister. And this is something Allie and I talked about, like how we want this podcast to feel like you're less alone. And like, we don't have authors, but we have our experiences and our goal is just to make you feel A little less alone, like we said. So yeah, that's my favorite podcast ever.
0: Yeah, I love Glennon Doyle. I'm reading her, uh, I'm reading Untamed right now. And I listened to the We We Can Do Hard Things podcast. And now I'm reading her book. And I'm like, I am in love with the way that she writes. Like she just has a way with words and like explaining things that are just so real and authentic. And the same thing in her podcast, like she just talks like about real life things and yeah like you said that was the inspiration kind of behind like us doing the podcast the way that we're doing it and it'd be more like a conversation and things that are actually happening in our life and not I don't know not like sugarcoating things because life just sucks sometimes and also people need to know that like they're not alone in that
1: yeah she's so good she did a podcast the other day and she read something that she had written like years ago and it was just like I don't know it just reminded me like life is hard but it's also beautiful and it's like a reminder to like feel it all because like that's what we're here for like that's part of the human experience is like to feel the hard feelings and to like be present with people when they're feeling the hard feelings. Because one thing I've learned, I don't, I still sometimes struggle with sitting in hard feelings with like other people. Like I just want to make them feel better. But I think giving people the space to feel is like one of the greatest gifts that we can give people. And that's something that they talk about a lot that really resonates with me. So anyway, good podcast. got to listen to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It's honestly like one of the best I've ever heard
1: Great. Okay. This is my last question. Um, what is a snapshot of an ordinary moment in your life? And I'll start by saying, I stole that question from Brene Brown's podcast because I always love hearing the answer to it.
0: Oh, okay. An ordinary moment in my life. Ooh. Lately it's been sitting in the bath, being intentional about my time in the bath, lighting a candle. I, I have like specific candles for the bath. I'm like that person. I, so I light my candle. I bring a drink. I plug in, um, I don't plug in, I have my Bluetooth um, speaker, you you know, we're not stuck in the 90s, you don't have to like plug things in. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like um, turning on the Bluetooth speaker and I have zero shame, people can judge me if they want. I listen to Kenny G in the background while I'm reading a book lately, it's been untamed. So like, I like my bass really, really warm, almost like scalding hot. Okay. So you can feel that. Okay. And then I have been putting like Epsom salts in my bath because pain I can't deal. So Epsom salt and a nice warm bath, a candle lit, a drink to the side of me on the edge of the tub. My mom's homemade soap. <gasps> um, she makes homemade soaps. Oh my so. God. I love that. Yeah. And then I either read or listen to music or just like be intentional with my time alone. Sometimes I'll meditate, but just like sitting in the bath and it's warm with my Epsom salt with my drink and my candle, and I'm just there, and it's nice and warm, because it's so cold outside, and it's just, like, a cozy hug.
1: Oh, man, I need to take a bath tonight, but I need to do (laughs) it better next this time, because I think the last time I, I actually had been taking baths, like, kind of, like, more regularly than I had been, like, our last place that we lived did not have a bathtub, which kind of sucked, but I... I need to do the candle thing and like turn the lights off and just make it a little more like moody and not bring my phone. i like, that's like the number one mistake I make every time is bringing my phone. Then I end up like scrolling TikTok because that's the easy thing to do, but keeping it real here because I struggle with that. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I love that. That was beautiful. You killed that answer.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Like, so today, today was a struggle because I was like, okay, like I got the bath. I lit the candle, did the whole thing. And then I literally just kept scrolling on Instagram for like 10 minutes. I'm like, this is defeating the purpose of why I do this every day. Like, yeah. so I didn't, I don't know if you know this, but there's like a toggle that you can select on your phone to have, to give you like focus time. Uh huh. So I set the personal focus. So that way, the only notifications that I get are from people that I need to get them from. So I turned the personal on and then I just put my phone aside and that way it's like still connected to the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Um and not like out of range, which how can it possibly be out of range in my studio apartment? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's an option. Okay,
1: good to know. Did you have another question for me?
0: I do. I have I actually have two questions.
1: Okay. Okay. You can ask both. So one's a
0: fun. one's like a more, well, I think they're both kind of fun. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, the first one, what is your go-to fast food meal?
1: Ooh, okay so definitely like more of like a chicken fan than a burger fan when it comes to fast food i've always been that way but <laughs> raisin canes box combo with no coleslaw and an extra cane sauce with an arnold palmer to drink is my favorite do y'all have raisin canes did y'all have that in georgia or florida
0: no I'm like I'm looking at you like did you speak English
1: yeah so raisin Cane's it started in Baton Rouge so it's definitely like a Louisiana thing but they have it in Texas and like other places but I wasn't sure how far its reach was I mean I knew it wasn't in Rhode Island but I was like maybe she had it in Florida or Georgia but have you heard of Zaxby's
0: oh I used to love Zaxby's okay
1: so it's like similar like they have their own like special sauce and it's like the long fingers and like the fries are like crinkle cut. I mean, I think personally it's way better than raisin. I mean, then raisin canes is way better than zaxby's, but some people don't. Anyway, love raisin canes. When I moved to Austin, I thought they didn't have one and I was sad about it. So mm. anyway, that's my go-to.
0: That's amazing. If I ever so get good. a chance to try raisin canes, I will have to try it.
1: Yeah, it's very good. Oh man, oh, I want it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, last question. If you could be any color of the rainbow, What would you be and why?
1: Oh, um, blue. Um, Blue has always been my favorite color, and I think it's because blue is known for like its calming factors. And I think that I am and like always have been a very calm person. So like, I think it kind of represents who I am. But it's also like what I want to feel. I mean, as a nine on the on the enneagram, like peace is what I want to feel. So I think like blue represents peace and calm for me.
0: That does make a lot of sense for you as a, as yeah. a
1: nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's like funny. Cause a lot of people like their favorite color is like yellow. And I'm like, oh. it's just like not me. Like sometimes I like wish that I was a yellow person, but I'm just like, that's just not me. And that's okay. The world needs yellow people. And I love yellow people, but I am not yellow. <laughs> <laughs> which is so like silly but it's like something I used to be like really insecure about I thought that I was like boring because like I wasn't I'm just different
0: <laughs> just me yeah some people are are yellow and are and you yellow cute. I am not yellow okay, I am what pink oh ah, yeah I, yeah. <laughs> that's not on
1: the I, rainbow but I'm just kidding <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> no I I really feel like I don't know I feel like Pink has always been like such a reflection of me ever since I was little. I remember my like bedroom growing up. I had this really nasty looking pink carpet, but I loved the fact that it was pink carpet. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. Carpet.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you can tell, I grew up in the South.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By the pink
0: carpet. Uh, my brother had green. Oh my so gosh. yeah, he had, he had green, but yeah, I don't know. I always felt like pink was like such a, such a reflection of me. And also like the only part that I hate about it is that it's so like heteronormative like pink is for girls and blue is for boys but but I just like I own the fact that like I'm very feminine I'm very girly pink has always just felt like me and I tried to fight it for a little while I tried to like make purple my favorite color purple is not my favorite color (laughs) it's pink So, so I'm just gonna go with pink
1: Yes. I love that. And I love what you said about like, it's not a girl or boy, like colors don't have genders, like gender. No. Colors
0: don't
1: yeah. Have gender rules. Yeah. Oh, that was so fun. I love those questions.
0: Yeah, I did too. They were fun.
1: Now that we're done with the questions, tell me how's life? How have you been? What's new? <laughs> What's something well, you want to share?
0: Other than like literally everything being new for me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel so like, I don't know, life lately feels very busy I feel like I've gone back and forth between like oh my gosh it's like busy and it's like beautiful but also like did I take on too much am I biting off more than I can chew also having like limiting beliefs come up around coaching like is this really what I'm like not meant to do I know that it's what I'm meant to do but like is it really possible to get paid doing it am I holding myself back from that like having all of those I guess thoughts come up and like having to really look at where that fear comes from I think I have a lot of fears around money and I I need to dig a little deeper and like figure out where exactly that comes from. That hasn't really been like revealed to me yet, but that's what I want to work on next. What else has been like coming up for me? I think I've been battling the feeling that I've like, that I've had to go back to work part-time to pay my bills. And it makes me feel like I'm just back in that like survival mode, like, I just have this part-time job to pay my bills, but it's not where I want to end up. I don't want to like climb the corporate ladder. I don't want anything from it. I just need it to pay my bills. I absolutely hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. So I'm like a little like heaved about it, but I also recognize that in this like season of my life before I'm able to like build a consistent income with coaching that this is the way for me to not put so much pressure on that part of it. And I can really like focus on the want to coach and the want to reach people without feeling like I'm begging people because I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to beg. Like, I don't need you. I want to coach you. If you want, if you want help, I want to coach you. But like, I don't need you. I don't know if that sounds like pious or arrogant. I don't mean it like that. I just mean like, you know, I want to, I want to make sure that I'm coming at it from the right angle. Like I want to help. I want to extend what I know that I'm able to do to help you reach point A and point B in terms of like self-love and all of that stuff. But I don't want it to feel like I'm begging you because I need money. So that's yeah. Kind of where I'm at.
1: Yeah. I feel that because it can totally feel that way whenever you do feel dead desperate and you're like oh just like anything I can do to like get these clients and it's not a fun place to be and I have totally felt a lot of what you've been feeling um especially like as someone who has done coaching and is about to do another program anyway it's tough and yeah and I and it is tough to have like feel like you have to like take on a job like you don't really want in order to pay your bills but it's like oh sometimes we just have to do the stuff that we don't want to do to be able to do the stuff that we do want to do. And like, it it doesn't make it feel better. And whenever you're like in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like the days that I work, I'm like, okay, all right. I have to like muster up the energy really. Mm -hmm. And, um, and go, and not that I even hate my job. I don't hate my job. I go and I'm like, okay, like it's cool to meet new people. And it's cool to like, not feel so isolated But I'm like, well, the, you know, seven or eight hours that I'm here, I could be doing something toward the program that I'm building. I could be connecting with potential clients. I could be, you know, working on stuff to get ready for school. Like all of the things that are like swirling in my head, but I'm like, but I'm here at this part-time job because I need money. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I know that there are tons of people out there who feel the same, like maybe you're at a job that you absolutely hate and you're only there because you're there to like get a paycheck or you need the benefits or, you know, whatever that looks like for you. I know that, um, that can be a very draining feeling. So just know that you're not, you're not alone in that at all.
1: Yeah. And it's temporary, hopefully for whoever's in the situation. Yeah. I know for you that it is I mean, you're going to grad school to be yeah. a therapist, right? Yeah. Yeah, so exciting.
0: It is very exciting. Um, I am very excited about it.
1: I love it. I love it. Can't wait for you to share all that you're learning.
0: Me too. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll share what's going on with me.
0: <laughs> yes, share what's going on with you. What's new? What's what's happening?
1: Yeah, I think just like getting in the back of the in the swing of things after the holidays and being off for so long yeah the holidays were just crazy and right before that um, I got married and so last year was a lot of wedding planning and just so much and this year I feel a little like sense of relief like I mean our wedding was amazing and I'm so glad we did it the way we did it but it was still a lot and This year, I kind of just want to focus on me and like what's next in business. And like lately I've felt a little bit, I don't know if like purposeless is the right word because I think the idea of like purpose, like our purpose is just like to be here and to be alive and to enjoy life. So I think looking at it with a different angle would probably be helpful for me. But at the same time, like I haven't really been posting as much on social media or doing any coaching or anything just because like I did the, so- the self-discovery workshop and then it was time for my wedding so I didn't have time to do anything else but yeah I was telling Allie this earlier that this morning I like rolled over and was like oh Hank life is so hard but then I'm like adulting sucks and he's like yeah but the hard parts make the good parts even better like we can't have the joy without the pain and that's something that Brene Brown has reminded me over and over again that that's just part of the human experience to, to feel it all. And yeah, if we don't know what it feels like to be for it to be hard, then how are we going to know what it feels like to be fun and exciting?
0: It's so true. And adulting does suck sometimes, suck sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if it were always sunshine and rainbows, we would take it for granted.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's where I am just like getting in the swing of things. Like Taking back my life. I feel like sometimes I'm just like, oh, it's just been pulled in so many different way- directions. And like, I'm ready to like choose what I'm doing, if that makes sense. But
0: yeah. No, I think that's so powerful. Like choosing how we're spending our time, who we're spending our time with. I don't know, just being like intentional with our time, I think is like yeah. really, really important because we only get so much of it. That's so and true. There's no do overs. Nope. So being intentional about like how we spend our time who we spend it with, what we're doing, what we're like creating, who we're being like, all of that stuff is so important.
1: Yeah. Like Glennon says, we have one wild and precious life. (laughs) How are we going to spend it?
0: Yep. That's so true.
1: Thanks so much for listening to A Little Less
0: Alone. Next week, we're going to be talking about all things Enneagram and we're so excited. Join us next week to hear more.